Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. What does ponder actually mean? Well, according to the dictionary, it means think about something carefully, especially before making a decision or reaching a conclusion. Well, as you know, on the Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity podcast episodes, we allow women to share their stories in a non judgmental way about why they stepped out of their relationships. But there are so many other interesting topics that we all need to learn from and not to judge right away. So let's talk about it now. Let's ponder. Oops. Hi. Welcome to Let's Ponder on Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. I guess I'm a little distracted. I'm so excited. I just got my 70th, 7-0 subscriber on Patreon. And typically how it happens is every month when it renews, somebody drops out. But I received seven people just this month so far. And I'm just on top of the world with that. Thank you guys all so much. It helps me out tremendously. And hopefully... You guys are able to get out what I'm trying to put out for you on Patreon as well. But today is, well, the last episode of 2021. Yeah, if I think back to a year ago when I was getting ready, I think I took December off. I can't remember what I did, but, you know, I so much was happening and it's hard to believe it's been almost a year going on a year since my husband died. And you guys have been through all of this with me. And there is so many wonderful people out there listening to this who have been so supportive of every move I make. And I want you guys to know I really, really appreciate it. I was kind of struggling here to get this Ponder episode ready. Uh, Originally, my goal was to do... I guess what they call them is sweetheart scams, where, you know, it's kind of like being catfished, but there's usually money involved instead. I think they're kind of similar, but I have two people that I'm working with um, for an episode. Um, One is a good friend of mine, and her mother um, is still, and this has been going on for six, seven months now, um, still getting swindled, I guess you could say, and absolutely refuses to believe that it's wrong. She just thinks that nobody wants her to be happy. And so we'll talk about that. And then I have a gentleman who is still in the process of writing his story about it. Um, And so I will be doing that in 2022 and decided to share this episode, um, or excuse me, this story, a gentleman had seen one of my posts on, it might have been one of my podcast groups, and asked me, and I can't even remember what my post was, but um, he asked if he could submit this little story 
about his girlfriend being an escort. And I thought, yes, why not? Because a while back, I had a story by, I believe it was Brittany, um, and she talks about how she did get into working as a um, sex worker, escort type of a thing. And so she was kind enough to kind of explain what had happened and her history and infidelity and then her current husband and and how they decided to do this. Um, but this is from the other side of it. So, um, yeah, it's it's a real interesting little story. It's not real long. So today's episode won't be as long as they usually are. But I definitely wanted to share this as we were going out for 2021. And then I'll have uh, some great new stories and ponder ideas for 2022. What happens when a woman cheats on her spouse or partner? As with any form of infidelity, there is always pain, sadness, and collateral damage. We've listened to many stories of women sharing their own infidelity. But what does the husband or betrayed partner go through? My wife and I were together for 19 and a half years. We married on November 24, 2001. Six months later, during the same two-week period that we were creating our youngest son, she had an affair with one guy three different times. She said it was because I wasn't telling her she was beautiful often enough, and it was someone that she had known before we had even been dating and was attracted to him, but she had never had the chance to sleep with him. She didn't tell me about this for a year and a half, and she also told me that she had been with 21 men prior to us meeting. To hear the full story and more stories about the betrayed partner's side of the affair, or being the other woman or other man, subscribe to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelities Patreon. With a $3 a month pledge, you will have access to these bonus episodes, plus have early access to regularly released episodes. Visit rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link to subscribe today. So, my girlfriend's an escort. Let's get started with this story. I was born in upstate New York to Irish Catholic parents, attended Catholic school, was altar server at Mass, graduated from college with a degree in economics, and worked as a sales exec for a huge IT company, rhymes with Frisco. I mostly had sex with women I dated. I wasn't a pickup artist, and I didn't feel the need to lie to people. To put a finer point on it, I wanted to be a dad, which, to me, is the only reason to get married and be monogamous. I also believed in the idea of being a great best friend to my girlfriend or wife. I moved to the Bay Area in 1998 to take a job as a field sales rep. I made six figures and was 28 when I met this girl, we'll call Gina. She worked in the same building office as I did, and I dated one of her friends briefly. The friend was obnoxious, and I broke it off after a month or so. What I didn't know is how she bragged to Gina about how good I was in bed. One Friday evening around 7 p.m., I was still in the office, and I was starving. 
I came out of the office to see Gina still working, so I asked her if she wanted to go get something to eat. We did and ended up going back to her place. We started dating casually with no expectations at first. She had two kids and a dick of an ex-husband. She was also 23. I'd never dated someone with kids, but as one of 11 children, fifth born, I was accustomed to playing the caregiver archetype. I really liked her because she was hot and good in bed, but she had a very calm demeanor and, like me, didn't take things too seriously. We had fun. She was very kind to her kids, and from what I saw, her ex was a dickhead, to put it plainly. We never talked about being a couple or any of that. I worked a ton and spent all my free time with her. I took her kids places and we did family stuff together. I got into a scuffle with her ex once because he was being a jerk to her and I began contemplating marrying her because she needed me and I could help her raise her kids and give them a better life. One day while I was at work, I got a call. The guy asked me if I was still dating Gina. I said, yeah, why? He told me he was a customer of hers and that she is an escort. He told me how he had seen her multiple times and the last time he was at her place, he knew the address, he found my business card in her apartment. He asked her who I was and she told him I was her boyfriend. He then asked if I knew she was an escort and she laughed and said no. I thanked him for telling me and felt sick to my stomach. I called my doctor and scheduled an STD test almost immediately. I was busy with work, which was good because the distraction was therapeutic. I didn't know how to process my feelings or what I was going to do. I didn't tell her right away. I just kept telling her I was busy with work, which was true, but I made myself even busier to avoid her and dealing with it until I got the results from the STD tests. The results came back negative, but since it had only been two weeks, they warned me that sometimes STDs, STIs, can take months to show up on a blood test. We never used protection. She told me after her second kid she'd had a hysterectomy, so I never questioned it. I know, that was dumb. I went to see her after I got the results and told her the story. She tried to deny it and explain that she only gives massages. I just looked at her in disbelief. I told her I understood her need to make money, but that it was over between us. There was no way I was going to be with a prostitute. It took me about six months before I could even ask another woman out. The scar she left on me wasn't too awful, and I mostly am thankful I avoided getting a disease or worse. I still had feelings for her, but it was more sympathy for what she did to herself. I was more concerned in general of how people degrade their own value not just being hookers, but by not believing in themselves and allowing the world to treat them poorly or thinking they have little value. We stayed friends and would talk on the phone occasionally. She got out of the business and ended up marrying some guy, so maybe I did help her. I will also note that she was very good in bed. LOL. I 
I think you mentioned that earlier in the story. <laughs> oh, thank you so much for sending this in. Um, I, this is anonymous. I do not have a name with this story, but you know, I imagine that that was very alarming and gut wrenching. Just because you felt betrayed, you know, you thought you were in an exclusive relationship with somebody and she has a job where she couldn't be just exclusive with you in her heart. I'm sure she absolutely was falling in love with you and may have even felt some shame for deceiving you. But I'm glad, though, that ultimately things ended up working out at the end and that you guys were able to stay friends to a point. And, you know, I hope she is in a healthier place in her marriage. And I hope you are as well. Hopefully, you have found somebody else and you have um, been able to, you know, like you said, you know, it took you a while to ask somebody out. So hopefully things are good with you now and forevermore. And I again, I so appreciate you sending this in. And if anybody else who's listening has little side stories like this they want to share, that would be great. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be something that I ask for via Ponder for research. I'm always just taking ideas from suggestions or, you know, thinking, oh, this would be interesting to learn about. So any thoughts or ideas or even a little story that isn't necessarily about infidelity, but um, just a little story that may be considered taboo, such as this one, um, you know, shoot it my way. Again, it doesn't have to be long. It'd be great to talk about on a Ponder episode. But for now, I am going to close and I want to say thank you guys for a good supportive year. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and I will be back in February of 2022. But in the meantime, please check out a couple of different podcasts that I will be streaming on this platform during the months of December and January while I am away. Take care, everybody. You have been listening to Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity. Your support of the podcast is truly appreciated. Be sure to visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com to access story guides, subscribe to Patreon for bonus episode of the men's side of female infidelity, and to vote for this podcast to be in the Hot 50 Countdown for Podcast Magazine. To submit your story for the show, share feedback, or if you have a Let's Ponder suggestion, please email it to rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com or send by snail mail to Rebecca Adams, P.O. Box 821064, Vancouver, Washington 98682. Every story is always anonymous. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity is produced and edited by Rebecca Adams. You can follow the show on Facebook at Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity, on Instagram at Podcast Raw Truth, and on Twitter at Raw Female. Thank you again, and be kind to one another. Be kind to yourself, and always remember, no judgment. Goodbye. Goodbye.